welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is the podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 50 years ago while his kids are running around. The front porch is a really strange place to start an agency. However, it worked, and it's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. Plus, we love to talk with our clients. We have a webinar coming up on retaining customers, so make sure you check that out at toscano.com forward slash webinars. On today's episode, we're talking about retaining customers. There's so much competition in insurance right now. It's really important that we take as many methods and measures as we can to keep our customers. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Hey, Dana. Happy birthday. Hey. Hi, Nicole. Thank you very much. <laughs> Another trip around the sun. Right? Yes. Go. And the sun is like super shining for you on your birthday. It's really it nice. Was, it was this morning. Yes. Um, I think it's oh, a little it? cloudy, but hey, it was warmer. 60s this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm did you have a birthday run? Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. That's so funny because the other runners in the office are like, are you actually going to run on your, of course I am. Yes, <laughs> of course. What do you want to do for your birthday? I want to get my run in and get on with my day. That's what I want right. to do. So, yeah. but yeah, and the birds were chirping. The sun was out. It was warm. I didn't have to wear 50 layers and, you know, an ear go, you know, cover your ears because it's so cold. And so that's nice. what I was happy for. I got the sunrise. You can't beat that when you're out Good gifts for your birthday. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The birds are chirping. Like I said, we got this woodpecker in our backyard. <laughs> so loud. So, so he's really cute. He's been my buddy last week or two. Just chimes in every so often. <laughs> that's funny. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but it signs of spring. So very thankful. So thank you very yes. much. Of yes. course. Of yes. course. And of course, you know, tomorrow, our agency is closed for Good Friday. So you get a day off. You don't have to get up as early to do oh. your run. So that's another great gift, right? We're thrilled with gifts. Super nice tomorrow. I'm at mm-hmm. 70. So lucking out this Thank year you. that it fell on the holiday weekend. So I do have a nice long weekend. So awesome. Of course. Oh, of nice. course. Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about something that I have agents question, you know, processes and, and how to do better with this retention. You know, we want to keep our customers. The The competition for insurance right now, it's almost as if insurance commercials have become a form of our entertainment. Like they don't really share anything great about the products that they have or how the insurance process works. They just have funny commercials with weird animals, right? We all know right. them. I'm not going to say the names, but we all know them. Um, and I will admit some of them are super funny. They are. However, as an insurance professional, I'm looking at that. You're teaching me nothing. You're teaching me nothing. And we don't we don't want to dilute the importance of knowing your policy and your coverages and how it's going to act or react when you need it and all of those sorts of things. So, you know, talking about retention and ways to build that is definitely something that we're going to do today. And hopefully, you know, we'll be able to help help folks out to be able to do better with this. And, you know, this just isn't retention for the insurance industry. This is retention for any type of industry, you know, whether it's retail and you're creating a consistent shopper, if you're, you know, if you have somebody who owns a chain of stores and you're trying to get somebody to remain and continue to come to shop there and not, you know, go online instead, it's all over the place. Everybody needs to worry about retention on some level. Now with insurance, it is a little bit different, but we'll get into that in a bit. 
Dana, let's talk on the retail side. What were some of the things that you did that worked for retention? Oh, so I think, I think probably like a lot of agents do, they probably have some system in place that the, the agents I work for did. They like to run, you know, X list so far out and keep an eye on things. This the company I work for, they had a nice system in place as it evolved over time. Again, I was there 12 years, but I'd say about five years plus in. Um, they gave us nice alerts if it, if renewals were going up an X percentage amount. Let me, I can't remember if it was 10 or 15% or something like that. So that was a real nice alarm for us and a good trigger if for whatever reason we didn't, we weren't up on our X states. Um, okay. Full disclosure, I mean, we were, we were usually short staffed. There wasn't a lot of us. We ran the X list as much as we could, but there's times things like we couldn't get to all of them, but it was right. very important when we saw those special alerts, thank God we had them, that we would reach out to the client and say, hey, we see your policy set to renew. We'd like to get, you know, have you review them. That being said, too, if the insureds, if we happen to miss one for whatever reason, uh, we are human. Um, and then insureds called in to talk about, hey, I saw this one up. Can we talk about it? Of course we can. But you know what? We haven't met you in it's been a year or more. Can let's set up a review time and we try to segue to get them in to do that. Um, also, any changes on any policy? Uh, we had some special endorsements that might have came through on homeowners and they were being implemented this time of year. That was a great time for us to reset all of our lists. And then we ran them off a of homeowner's list and tried to get them in based off of that to make sure it was a good touch to reach out and say, guess what? They're offering this great product on the homeowner side, whichever auto or home or whatever other products, obviously if they have life insurance or banking products, but um, yeah, every agent was a little different, but um, I think towards the end, because of how kind of short staff we were, we learned those alerts and we ran them off of big changes on either policies, autos and homes, mostly, mostly, because that was the, that was our bread and butter. We had life right. and other products, but those were the, you know, the ones that were impacted the most to help reach out. It's always yeah. best to try to reach out. I think first before they call us, like I said, we're all human. Yeah. We might miss one or two, a couple, a few, but when they called in though, take advantage too, to set up that appointment to review everything. Right. So I've had conversations with agents through the years and just some of the most recent ones, you know, I, I have agents, especially since COVID, um, you know, I think everybody's paying attention to every penny for, for several reasons. Things are just so different in the world now, but, you know, through that, I had a lot of agents reaching out in, with some concerns as to how to increase their intention. How can I make sure that I'm not losing business out the back door? How can I take control over this? My first question to them is when's the last time you spoke to your client? And many of them are like, well, when I wrote the policy, if you wrote the policy five years ago and you haven't had any interaction with your client, that should be a huge red flag for you as an agency. You need to have outreach. You don't, I mean, it's so easy to collect that commission check and do a vehicle change or a mortgagee change when it needs to be done. That's just the minimal you know, requirement of servicing a policy, truly servicing a policy and making sure that you're creating a good customer experience for your client is actually reaching out and establishing a relationship. I say this all of the time, like we onboard agents here when, you know, I appoint an agency to be able to start working with us here at Toscano. 
They have a training they need to go through with me. They are my insurance BFF for the next year. They're calling me with every account they have. They're telling me the story. I'm connecting them. I'm helping them with accounting. I'm helping them to make sure they're participating in product webinars and CE classes. And, you know, my outreach is insane. I am reaching out at a minimum, you know, when they first sign up, we do in-depth stuff with them for at least an hour and continue to work together. Then I reach out in three months. We're looking at the accounts they've written, see if they have anything else. Six months, again, the same thing, nine months, and then one year anniversary call. We're going to go through what you did this past year with us. That is the same type of program you should be following for your new customers to build a relationship, to let them know that you're there. Now, you have to make this your own. You don't have to do it the way I do it necessarily, but make it your own. You know, this could be a postcard, but don't hide behind emails and postcards. There needs to be phone conversations. You can set up Zoom meetings. Like, it's so important to have that consistent communication because guess what? It's harder to leave somebody that you have a relationship with, right, Dana? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if if you wrote a policy five years ago and you've never talked to them, and you're worried about them leaving, it's be, it's because you d- you never really built that relationship. I hate to say that, like, I guess I would be too because you know I've never called in and needed you, and you haven't reached out to show, I guess, I'm not that you weren't loyal or whatever, but I guess that's an easy scapegoat. Like, well, I've never really heard from them. I never had interaction with them and my rates went up and I need to save money. So I'm just going to shop. So I think a lot of extra touches go a long way too. Obviously the reviews are very important. And I know we discussed many things. It's harder and harder and harder sometimes to get a hold of people, but thanks to virtual things, I think that's opened up some more avenues for a lot of people. But I think through the customer service side too is very important. Um, other ways, any little alerts that come up on, on discounts or something that comes through to, to reach out and touch these people. I have to tell you, we also had, and I know that you might think this is a little too late, but not all claims are big. Okay. So Mm -hmm. even the littlest claims, we had a very nice process of following up on claims. And that was a great segue too. So even if it was a very minor claim, a lot of times they called our office and we'd help connect them directly to the claims department. Yes, we had a claims department they had to get to, but we made sure to manually connect them, make sure they got connected. Then once the claim was set up, we had a week follow. We had certain follow-ups in order. Like maybe right. the next day, we made sure they got their claim number or that day, whatever. As soon as we got the claim information, we got it. We had certain follow-ups. But again, that segues to a great time to open up for another review because maybe this loss was covered or maybe, uh-oh, you didn't have rental car coverage. What if your car was not available? You know, so right. I know that's minor, but that sometimes reopens up people's eyes to the importance of insurance too. Right. Let me just share that with you. Those little touches on whatever other accounts go a long way or other issues that come up. I know there's right. sometimes there's billing issues. Sometimes there's mm-hmm. just very, any other thing to get, reach out to your customer and let them know you're looking after them, I guess. Definitely. And expiration lists. I love that you mentioned that um, for those listening who are Toscano agents on our toolbox, we have an expiration list area where you can sign up to get an email from us 90 days before your renewal, 60 days before the renewal and 30 days before the renewal for your clients. So much of the time when people are dealing with wholesalers like us, 
some of those policies don't download into your agency management system and they have to be manually entered. And sometimes things get missed. So that's a great way to make sure you're not missing any renewal opportunities because obviously that's going to affect your retention. If you don't have it done and they have a lapse, guess who they're going to be mad at? That would be you, the agent. So, you know, following those X lists, making sure you have good information and create, you know, follow-ups. I also really like talking about loyalty programs. You know, those folks who have been with you for a year, two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, what are you doing to thank them? How are you acknowledging that they've stayed? Because guess what? Most people are shopping their insurance every other year. That's what it is now. It's not, you know, Joe Smith's parents have been with this agency. So now Joe Smith is going to be with this agency and Joe Smith's kids are going to be. That's not how it is anymore, guys. Sorry to have to burst that bubble. But if you don't take some action, you're going to start to see your book of business die with your people. And when I first started in this industry, I worked for an agency. It was small. They acquired lots of other agencies and got bigger. They didn't have relationships with any of those people. And those books of business had a lot of elderly people. So guess what? The book literally died off. People died and their policies ended. And they weren't, you know, looking for new business opportunities. They just kept buying these other agencies as people were getting ready to retire. And I know that's a lot of, you know, the plans for agents, you know, I retire, I sell my book of business so I can stop. That's what I do. However, the age of the people in that book of business causes big concern too. And retaining the people you've bought because you bought them, you have no relationship with them. How, when you're, you know, acquiring this agency, are you building relationship with all these people you've never met? How are you doing that? Or are you just ignoring it? And yep, we bought this book of business and we're going to service their accounts. I think it comes down to what the definition of service means to you when you're servicing accounts. It's not just the transactional, I need to make this change for this person, yada, yada, yada. No, it's the building, the customer experience and retention will follow. So that's, that's what I think. But for loyalty programs, you know, create something. You can Google anything these days and get super, super creative with some of the results that you find. You know, I know we do something here on, you know, employee retention, because that's a whole other thing. Today we're talking client retention, employee retention is different, but you're acknowledged for your years that you've been with the company. There's small awards, there's lunches, there's this, there's that, you know, you are acknowledged and appreciated. Well, guess what, folks? Customers want that too, more now than ever. I think this is something that has happened since COVID. We all like, want to be acknowledged and we're craving relationships. You know, Dana, you mentioned about virtual meetings and they're great. Um, the virtual meetings without cameras on stink and a lot of people right. do them. You know, you're not really connecting. You might as well just be on the phone at that point unless you're sharing your screen. But, you know, so very important to make sure we're acknowledging our customers um, and being loyal. Yeah, I think that is a, a true challenge for a lot of the brokers out there, producers. I mean, I remember starting and I worked with an agent that had been in business for 35, 40 years already. So his book and clientele, he started knocking on people's doors and gotten a lot of people that way. He had retained, he got a lot of their families and everyone came in, everyone's someone related or friends or neighbors of so-and-so. It was this awesome interweb and every Christmas was people bringing in Christmas cookies and it was felt so wonderful. But even just that many years ago, 
you know, these ads and things aren't in your face. They weren't in your face 24 Mm seven, like they are with social media. People didn't, I got, I don't know that they thought about insurance obviously as much as they do now. Yeah. I'm sure they heard it on the radio or on TV, but now on your phone, probably because you and I are talking about on the podcast, Nicole, our phone probably hears us and we're going to pick it up and see insurance ads. And that's how crazy the world is at this point. So that's why I do think it is a real big challenge um, now that why people are so always thinking about shopping. And obviously since COVID, the money thing is a big, big factor too. So I think, like you said, the special touches reaching out, those expiration lists mean a lot too. Listen, reach out. There's other avenues now too, though. It's not just the phone. You can call, obviously call. I think that's the most important. You got to call. But if you leave a voice message, you still have emails, you still have text. I know a lot of companies text. My company texts me. I'm fine with it because I, I might actually read it. If I didn't answer the call because I'm working or whatever, I can actually read the text. And that means, hey, whatever that issue is that you alerted me, of, I'm appreciative of. I had it recently um, and I was like, oh, I'm glad they let me know about that. So those little touches go a long way and use every avenue that you have, I would say. Definitely. There's many ways to connect. Yeah. Phone is great. Um, Use your social media, post regularly on social media, post pictures of what you're doing, your outreach in the community, customer testimonials, get, you know, a permission. If you've got somebody who was just really impressed with your service, you know, they sent you a card, they said something, they emailed you, whatever it may be. Those are your bragging points. Throw those all over social media. And if you are not using social media, I'm not saying this is the only way to do this. You need to realize that there are so many different generations and people connect differently now than ever before. If you're only using one avenue, it's your phone you're going to fail. So make sure that you keep up with all the different ways of connecting with people. It doesn't have to just be Facebook. It can be LinkedIn. There are so many things. It can be Instagram, but people love to see the people they're working with. I do this all the time here at Toscano. We have, you know, a marketing campaign just for our social media and we share our achievements of our employees. We share whenever we do our lunches together where the leadership team or the owners, you know, make lunch for everybody. We share pictures from that. We share pictures of the dogs in the office. People want to know they'll feel more connected to you. And like, they're a part of something that also helps with retention. Big yeah. time. And also I, I know a lot of agents do a lot of community things and outreaches. Please post that. I think that's very important. I think that's great for people to see. I know, I don't know about you, but that made me so happy if I saw you were interacting in a a car show right down the road and just mm-hmm. all the, not just car shows, you know, there's a lot of, events, right. a lot of fundraising events and, and things like that, that I think people are really engaging in now again. And they like to see that you're involved in that. And I think that goes a long way too. and say, I really yeah. like what they do with the community and how else are they supposed to know that you're doing it? That is a good thing about social media. You know, you mm-hmm. can just like your competitors can stay in front of people. You can too. And I, I, I can only imagine it could feel very overwhelming to some. It, to me, it sounds overwhelming in a lot of aspects, but to evolve with it and get used to it and have something in place over time, just like anything else, you'll get used to it and posting it and it'll start showing up in front of your, your clients and new people too. It'll help build your business too. I think. Yes. Yep, definitely. The other thing I like to say, and this is what we're going to wrap up with today. How about these two little words that people forget to say all the time? 
Thank you. <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank your customers. I start so many of my communications or end them with thanks for choosing Toscano because at the end of the day, they're coming to you because you're providing them with a service. You know, you're the expert, you've the professional. Um, well, you should be acting as a professional and know your stuff that you're sharing with them and they're trusting you. So that mm-hmm. deserves a big thank you. And I don't want to say you need to overdo this or be insincere. It does need to be sincere, but you know, thanking people, starting the conversation with, hey, thanks, you know, or you pick up the phone and use that good CRM information or notes area of your agency management system. And you see that this person has been with you for six years this month. Hey, Mr. Rogers, I see here you've been with us for six months or six years. Thanks so much. Thanks for trusting us that, you know, thank you for your business. We really appreciate that. What can I do to make this better for you? Is there something I can do differently? That goes such a long way. Do you think people are hearing that from, you know, these people who have animals for mascots? Do you think they're hearing that when they call in? No, they have no idea who they are. No clue. They have no clue who they are. So using those two little words, big time relationship building and people want to feel appreciated. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, if you have anything you want to share or want to hear about, make sure you email us podcast at Toscano.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Thanks thanks so much. Enjoy your birthday weekend. Thank you very much. Hopefully everyone has a great holiday weekend too. Talk to you soon. And I'm on the road.